Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news. The networks refuse to use no doubt. Kicks off now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for May 12th. In the year of our Lord, 2022, this is our one of two. And our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is indeed our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. One of the great restorative, peaceful solutions we still have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Wow, we got a lot to cover, ladies and gentlemen. We got Brian Rust, RustCoinAgift.com coming up. Uh, we got his buddy Kelly coming up with us as well. Incredible commentary, as you can always expect. Every Thursday, the Honest Money Report takes to the airwaves, no doubt. Second hour, we got Larry Pratt with us, Gun Owners of America, formerly. He's now retired. We'll be discussing all things liberty. And so we got that killer broadcast coming up right now. Tomorrow, incredible broadcast as well. Dr. Scott Bradley will be with us once again. I know it's been a couple of weeks off because I've been out of town, but, man, we're back and firing on all cylinders. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, Saturday, Chris Carlson, and we're going to be talking about 2,000 Mules, the incredible movie that I watched yesterday, and, boy, is it hard-hitting. Boy, is it shocking. Boy, is it the smoking gun. I'm going to tell you what right now. The Democrats, the mainstream press, even some of the conservative liberals like Fox and um, – Oh, what's that other goofball news service? Fox and, uh, oh, who are, oh, Newsmax, yeah. Those guys seem to not be willing to tell the tale and speak out, but Mike Lindell and others are over at frankspeech.com. Brandon House and others are, are doing a really good job over there. So anyway, all I'm telling you is a bunch of stuff's going on. So that's the lineup for today, tomorrow, and Saturday. Then, of course, Monday, Lowell Nelson, campaignforliberty.org. And then, of course, Dr. Scott Bradley will be in the house with me again. So I'm telling you, we got some Barner Burner broadcast coming up. There's a lot of events coming up this summer that we're going to be highlighting guests and speakers and all kind of things related to as well. So, man, have we got a bunch of stuff happening. We're going to Freedom Fest. Did you hear that? Yeah, man, we got that cooking. That'll be July 13th through the 16th, I think it is. We're going to be down there in Vegas telling the tale of liberty, speaking out boldly as we always do, broadcasting live as our trademark suggests we will always do everywhere we go to the best of our ability. Traveling, speaking, promoting, talking, um, you know, testifying, all the things that make America great. God, family, and country taking center stage. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live, syndicated by... Liberty, or I'm sorry, Loving Liberty Radio Networks, lovingliberty.net, their website. Check out their incredible live 24-7 radio stream and the incredible lineup there. Look at the schedule. But also check out their incredible podcasts. We're adding more and more and more partner friends, if you will, allies podcasts. It's incredible. So that's going on. If you go to LovingLiberty.net, you also find the ladies, Loving Ladies Curriculum. Incredible stuff there to help you homeschool around your kitchen table and educate your kids to the sacred cause and the important quest of liberty, the pursuit of liberty, the rejection of tyranny. That's all available at LovingLiberty.net. You can also download the iPhone and the Android phone apps and listen to live on-demand radio. Live and on-demand, both available. You can listen live or you can just say, hey, I want to hear one of the, the shows. I missed it. I'm busy. 
we get it. That's why it's available on demand. Click and listen at your finger or at your to your heart's content. All content at your fingertips, free with the loving liberty iPhone and Android apps. Check them out. Download them. Get involved. Share the love with your friends, would you please? All right, now, recap of yesterday's show. Man, we were on fire yesterday, too, I might add. Sam visits Florida's oldest plantation. It's at Fort uh, George Island State Park. And if you're looking to understand a bit of Florida history that's not in your history books in government school, Kingsley Plantation in Fort George Island is the place to go. Um, Built in 1798 using slave labor, uh, it was during the Spanish occupation that it gets its start. Well, anyway, the bottom line is the man owned slaves. That's right. He was a white guy. But he married a black woman. And the black woman was the mistress of the plantation. And he was gone on business a lot. She ran uh, the business. So under the black woman's capable hands, they say, the plantation prospered. Were you told that bit of history when it comes to slavery and everything else? Yeah. We also talked about, are you familiar with the taxes in the American colonies? The single home tax. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold that story. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more with uh, our buddies uh, on the Honest Money Update because that's a riveting discussion about taxes that I think is worthy of having. So I'll put that there. Got it. Good. We also talked about the Washington, D.C. Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints Temple Open House 2022. It's open daily, excluding Sundays, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. April 28th to June 9th. Tickets are running out. Get involved. Reserve your spot now to preserve your chance to come inside and check it out. DCTemple.org to get tickets to learn more. DCTemple.org. Check it out. Sam also visits the U.S. National Archives building in D.C. My thoughts on that. We aired those. We also talked about the incredible movie, The National Treasure, or National Treasure. It's a 2004 movie about the stealing of the Declaration of Independence. The plot summary from IMDb, Riley and Ben attempt to convince Abigail that someone is trying to steal the Declaration of Independence because of an invisible treasure map on the back, something that they tried to convince the FBI and the Justice Department. They failed at that, and Abigail didn't believe either, but eventually she comes along. If you haven't seen the movie, you ought to check it out. It's been around for a while, but it's sure fun to see, right? That was all in Hour 1 of Liberty Roundtable Live yesterday. Hour 2, we had our guest on, Mr. Tom Jones, a well-known extreme athlete in the ultra-endurance world doing a phenomenal job. And Tom Jones talks about why he's running 76 marathons in 76 days. You want to learn more and follow his running? UnitedWePledge.org slash V2V. That stands for Village to Village. V, the number two, V. And we talked about that John or Tom Jones is called Quit Proof. His hashtag, Quit Proof One. Tom Jones, he's got 23 marathons down, 55 to go. He's running 24 today. The run for freedom is on. United we pledge slash V to V. Check it out. We're also going to try to go and see if we can't see Tom, uh, maybe in Phoenix or somewhere along the, um, I don't dare call it a campaign trail, uh, along the uh, Liberty Run Trail. I'll call it that. How's that? Uh, we also talked to our guest, Brian Murtha. And Brian, I'm sorry, Ryan Ryan's a filmmaker with Tom Jones, and he's chronicling the whole 
you know, 76 marathon run, but he's also going to parlay that information into interviews that he's done with Tom and a lot of historical sound bites and footage and everything else of Tom's incredible athletic career, uh, highlighting the real story of the quit proof moniker that Tom has developed. The guy just won't quit. Anyway, it's incredible. Uh, anyway, so I, I thought I'd bring that to your attention. Support the V2V run, ladies and gentlemen. Be a volunteer and donate to United We Pledge now. I don't get a penny if you do that. It's just a great thing to do. We're trying to give you causes and, and efforts and things. Whatever sparks your interest, whatever moves you, whatever touches your heart, jump in, whether it's donating to LovingLiberty.net, LibertyRoundTable.com, uh, whether it's you know CSPOA.org, whether it's Tom Jones's run, whether it's the American Village, whether it's, you know, all these things, just wonderful stuff everywhere where you, the, the target or the, it's a target rich environment. Let me say it that way. You can get involved in so many ways. You can do so many wonderful things, folks. You really can. All right. We also talked about yesterday. Why does my cheeseburger cost so much? Most ingredients touched by inflation rights, KSL news radio. And I'm going to save that discussion. Because I think that's worthy of discussing with our buddies uh, regarding the Honest Money Report, too. How's that? We also talked about as the nation sets the national gas price record. Utahns are pondering their summer plans going, man, I might need to change my plans. I can't afford the gas. They're also threatening now that diesel fuel is going to be rationed on the East Coast this summer. I pray it's not reality, but I predict it may be. What is that going to mean to you? Uh, There's going to be little shortages on stuff like uh, food, maybe. Um, pray it doesn't happen. Uh, get a little bit of food storage stored up in case it does happen so y'all can be a little bit um, insulated uh, from the punishing uh, inflationary reality of dishonest money, right? All right. According to AAA, by the way, Utahns are paying an average of $4.49 per gallon of regular gasoline. $4.37 is what the national average is right now. It's out of control, folks absolutely out of control we also talked about the fact that families are struggling with rent or mortgage payments with the current housing market and gas prices inflation everywhere the cost of a cheeseburger symbolizing food making it worse you know food fuel shelter and clothing are the four essentials folks you gotta have food right that means water too of course right okay you gotta have shelter you gotta have a place to get out of the elements right or you're just gonna get sick and eventually die so food and shelter, you got to have fuel, which means you got to have that to cook. you got to have that to stay warm, right? Or in some cases, stay cool, depending on, right? So that's food, fuel, shelter. And then you got to have clothing. you got to do something to uh, not just run around naked. Uh, clothing helps you, uh, you know, prevent bug bites and prevent uh, illness and prevent uh, injury. and all. Co- I'm just saying. So those are the four things that you really need. All of those being affected by inflation big time right now. When we come back, man, we're going to talk to Brian Rust and Kelly Finnegan all about this stuff. We're going to do it. It's going to be hard hitting. And, of course, if you want to be part of it, you can simply dial 866-986-NEWS. That's 866-986-6397. If you want to chime into the broadcast, we'd love to hear from you. I am Sam Bushman. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. 
America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com We at Freedom Factor have a passion for our shared American heritage and want to help restore some of that American pride by emphasizing the documents that made us Americans. Our goal is to put pocket constitutions into the hands of every American and in every school. This effort requires your help. Order your pocket constitutions and browse our website at FreedomFactor.org to learn how you can help spread the message of freedom. Read it, know it, share it. FreedomFactor.org Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast. And that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, buddy, live and hard, hitting always on your radio, Sam Bushman, Brian Rust, RustCreditGift.com. Over the past 50 years, Brian Rust and his family have been taking care of business and helping you take possession of and understanding of the value of precious metal, honest money. I call him Dr. Honest Money. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Thank you, Sam. Glad to be with you. You're very welcome, sir. There's so much to discuss, so little time to discuss it. Let's just start with the honest money report, I guess, shall we? Well, let's just, yeah, let's just talk about the paper money uh, report because right now we're sitting, gold sitting at 1847.50. All right, 1847. Four seven fifty. Yep. Got it. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm kind of slow. I'm writing. I write down an update. Eighteen forty-seven fifty, ladies and gentlemen. Silver. Uh, twenty-one oh six. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's down big time. Both of them, right? Both of them are down fifty-five dollar from last week on gold. A couple dollars down on silver. Yeah. All right, I'm concerned about that because it just means they're suppressing. You know the economy's worse. Stocks are down. The dollar's in, in trouble. People are concerned about out-of-control inflation up 8-plus percent. Uh, that's their numbers, but I believe it's even higher than that. People are feeling the pinch everywhere. For gold and silver not to rise in relation to this suggests absolute plunge protection team, huh? Uh, absolutely. I mean, we're you know, you see, you know, and that's how this works, you know, a kind of a weeding out process simply uh, to force people out of this market. Say, well, what? Do we, but where, you know, they push this agenda, you know, they still make their money based on useless paper. And, uh, 
Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. But where you know in today's marketplace, where do you put your money? I mean, if people are scrambling, where would you put it? Would you, I'm I'm not I'm not putting it in the stock market right now. I mean, that's been falling, but that's that's there again a manipulated market. Yeah, physical. I keep you know saying physical is a good place to have it. I mean, maybe you know land or other assets there, food and you know there's a number of things I guess we're trying to prepare for, but. But uh, the numbers right now, yes, say you know, and they can say what they want, but uh, like they do anyway on on all sides of the 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 platforms out there. But we're seeing the effects of. Fit. I mean, if you're watching anything out there, you just look at like everything you're you're saying fuel and costs and and baby formula and any, any everything else. So yeah. All right, I want to talk about Bitcoin in relation to this a little bit, too, because this is interesting. Everybody believed Bitcoin was going to be your savior, ladies and gentlemen. I always warned you don't dip your toe in the crypto because I believe that it's all fiat money and it doesn't really deliver as you hope. But there's a headline I want to bounce off, Brian, that absolutely relates. Here it is, Brian. You ready? Yeah. Since the start of this year, Bitcoin price movement has closely mirrored that of the NASDAQ, they say a benchmark that's heavily weighted towards technology stocks. That makes sense, right? Yeah. And they say, according <laughs> to an analysis by the data firm Marking Research, or Arcane Research, um, I guess they say that means as Bitcoin's price dropped more than 25% over the last month alone, to under $30,000 on Wednesday, it's also less than half. It's November peak. The plunge came in lockstep with the plunge in tech stocks. Now they're treating it as just another commodity. Brian, your response? Well, you know, uh, you know, basically there again, that marketplace out there on with stocks and Bitcoin and metals and everything on that kind of agenda, uh, it's very interesting. I think when the, the rise... The rise we were seeing, or the push that was being, you know, set up, is the fact of okay, well, what are what are what's happening really with Bitcoin? Are there countries that are trying to create this as a as a, a stabilization for their monetary? I mean, is that you know where where they're trying to create that? I think we even talked about the fact of okay, well, the U.S. was trying to get their foot in the door as far as creating a a a, a place. You know where they had a, a control of, of perhaps some of that market, and yeah, we're seeing you know the downsides of this and and kind of the upside. It's it's there again. It's this. I mean, there there is manipulation that goes on with all this stuff. So I mean, if you know we think of okay, well, Bitcoin's the savior of everything. It's going to happen. You know, maybe electronic currency is where they're trying to push everybody. But uh, yeah, it's interesting to see that. <clears throat> There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Very interesting indeed. Um, let's bring Kelly on. Kelly Finnegan, welcome back, sir. Sorry about the technical difficulties. <laughs> no problem, sir. want to bring this headline to your attention. Check this out. We're talking about the Honest Money Report. Brian says gold and silver are both down. I believe the plunge protection team is heavily at work, or that wouldn't be happening in this era of panic while inflation goes out of control and stocks are down. But then I brought up this headline about since the start of this year, ladies and gentlemen, Bitcoin's price movement has closely 
mirrored that of the NASDAQ, a benchmark that's heavily weighted towards technology stocks. That means as the Bitcoin price dropped more than 25% in the last month alone, and it's under $30,000 now, it's less than half of its November peak, ladies and gentlemen, the plunge came in near lockstep with the broader collapse, collapse of tech stocks as investors grapple with higher interest rates and the war in Ukraine. Kelly. Well, everything's down, but gold isn't down as much as everything else. I was watching uh, uh, Bitcoin last night. And it was below $27,000. And uh, people that are just saying, oh, it's going to 900000 And it's like, no, it's not. It's a lot closer to zero than it is 900000 But inflation's hitting everything, and there's just panic. Everyone's selling everything. And even though gold and silver have gone down a little bit, they haven't gone down anywhere near what all the other commodities and stocks have been. What do you say to that, Brian? Well, I, I think that, you know, I, I mean, like I said before, where where are you going to put your money? I mean, right now people are pulling out of, of stocks. They're, you know, the, you know, Bitcoin's dropping and, you know, these financial things. You know, I think people are worried. I mean, uh, you know, I talked, someone said their 401k or, you know, that they had uh, uh, really hit a, took a hit here this last week or so on. So, I mean, people are real nervous about the, you know, losing what, uh, what savings they might have, and, and especially with the price of everything else increasing, um, yeah, there, there, there's a real, real panic mode per se out there. I, I read one thing that said, well, the dollar kind of showed some strength. Well, wow, really? The dollar showed strength. Okay, well, that's interesting. I mean, the, the dollar's toast. So, but I guess we could. Con- Continue to print some more of that. Maybe that would help if we printed more of that. And <laughs> issued some more. Yeah, Almost got know. me, Kelly. Well, like they say, that the the dollar is the dirtiest, or the cleanest, dirty shirt in the hamper. You know, it's, it's the <laughs> best of all the words. <laughs> oh, there you go, man. Wow. Now they say this um, Bitcoin plunge came in mere lockstep with a broader collapse of tech stocks. And they say as investors grappled with higher interest rates and the war in the Ukraine. Now, here's the interesting thing. They say the growing correlation help explains why those who bought the cryptocurrency last year, hoping it would grow more valuable, have seen their investment crater. And while Bitcoin has always been volatile, think about that reality check. It's always been volatile since its beginnings. Uh, that's a, a huge trademark of a crypto uh, slash fiat currency. They say it's increasing resemblance to risky tech stocks. Starkly shows that its promise as a, quote, transformative asset remains unfulfilled. Kelly, then Brian. Well, Bitcoin doesn't get used as it was intentionally set up to be as a currency. Now people just think, you know, you buy it and they, they say you hold it because someone misspelled hold. And, and you just hold it and you just, you're just going to get rich. And everybody's got this casino mentality that we're all going to get rich. And the reason Bitcoin's dropping with the NASDAQ is because the same people that are so technologically into things 
are into Bitcoin. And so they're, they're lockstep. And it's tech stocks in a lot of ways that really is the engine of Bitcoin. It's tech companies that run the Bitcoin world from the mining of the, quote, currency uh, to the, um, you know, transactions on the, on the uh, blockchain. And it goes on and on and on. Kelly Finnegan, Brian Rust, and Sam Bushman continue the Honest Money Report in seconds. we got a lot to cover, too, on your radio. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. A Senate vote is possible today on emergency aid for Ukraine. The House approved a $40 billion package on Tuesday ahead of next week's deadline. President Biden says that's when money runs out to continue sending shipments to help Ukraine fight off Russia. And Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby tells MSNBC the United States is in this for the long haul. We believe that the funds in this supplemental, not just from a military perspective, but humanitarian assistance, economic assistance, that'll get us probably largely through the rest of this year. A lot of it will depend really on the Ukrainians and their consumption rate. In what sounds like a broken record, drivers are again waking up to a new record high price for gas. AAA updating the national average, it's up another penny to $4.41 a gallon, with California closing in on 6 bucks. USA Radio News. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-9336. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-9336. 800-444-9336. The House Energy and Commerce Committee said on Wednesday it's scheduling a May 25th hearing to look into the cause of the shortage and to explore efforts to increase production and access to safe formula. Max Gaynor has a baby that was born premature and requires special baby formula. He tells CBS this morning finding formula can be a challenge. And you turn the corner uh, into into the baby food and formula aisle, and it's just absolutely barren. Biden administration officials are taking part in a virtual global COVID-19 summit today as the nation's death toll from the virus now tops one million. The meeting is part of an effort to get the world to step up commitments to fight the pandemic. It comes as the White House is facing its own difficulties getting Congress to spend more on pandemic preparedness. Political and private sector leaders are expected to take part in the summit, including Secretary of State Anthony Blinken. You're listening to USA Radio News.
So much to discuss. So little time, ladies and gentlemen. Kelly Finnegan, Brian Rust, RustCorningGift.com on your radio. You got a friend in the honest money business. And we are talking about honest money. Gold and silver down. Um, stock market's down. Everything's down except for huh, inflation. It's up. Wow. Since the start of this year, Bitcoin's melting down. 25% down this month alone. 50% below its peak in November. And it's all tied to these tech stocks. And Kelly, in my opinion, nailed it. Hey, the people that are involved in these, you know, uh, interested in, you know, stocks, the guys that buy tech stocks are the guys that invest in Bitcoin, right? Um, that's one aspect. The other aspect is the people that run Bitcoin and run these, quote, digital mining of currencies and run these blockchains. They're all tech people, too. Uh, and so the tech guys are all hanging out and creating their own demise, Brian. Uh, yeah, uh, no doubt about it. I think uh, you know, Kelly mentioned the fact that, you know, everybody just get rich quick type thing. We saw Bitcoin when it kind of first came out and so on, and those people that were buying it at five cents or ten cents or whatever it was, and it rose to to major uh, uh, highs and, and so on. And so they they made extremely amount of money and, and, and so on. And I think people look at, you know, the kind of try to figure this out. Others that are kind of getting into this game thinking, okay, well, where's my chance? Maybe it's coming down. Maybe I can get into, you know, whatever it is, but that, that manipulation factor is still out there and the, and, and also the effects that go with it. So it's, you know, we'll kind of see where that happens or where it's, where it's going, but it, it seems like everything seems to be, you know, you know, you, the factors of a lot of things are really kind of coming into play. And so we're seeing, you know, metals are coming off a little bit. Physical still fairly strong, and I think people are saying, okay, well, what, where am I going to put my money? Is it Bitcoin? Is it gold and silver, physical gold and silver? And, you know, do I keep it in the stock market? You know, people are a little bit nervous of where they're, you know, you know what, what basically to, to where they're going to invest their money to, to maybe let me Let me be a little it. timid in my recommendations, Brian, as I usually am. Ladies and gentlemen, go buy constitutional currency gold and silver while it's down and demand possession and do it now. Kelly? How's that for a if timid recommendation? <laughs> but, yeah, it's, uh, it's funny, too. The guys that take Bitcoin, they have to hurry and convert it into dollars to pay all their bills. Yeah, I don't so want to lose really my shirt before I can pay my bills there. Exactly. Yeah, could you imagine losing? It'd be like living in Venezuela. <laughs> wow. That's right. All right. Now, That's I want to right. tell you, uh, even though the American people are suffering because of gas prices and rent and all these things, I talked about the four fundamental needs. You got a need for shelter. That cost is through the stratosphere. You got a need for food and water. That cost is through the stratosphere. You got a need for fuel and clothing. They're all on the rise, too. So Americans are taking an absolute beating. But I'll tell you who's doing well, and I want to get your response to this because it's, 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 in my opinion, fairly typical. Here's the headline. In March, U.S. casinos raked in a record sum, an all-time history high. $5.3 billion was the high single-month total ever, according to the American, quote, Gaming Association. Kelly? Well, I think there were a lot of people that had been gamblers that couldn't gamble for a long time because of the COVID restrictions. And so that tenant demand just exploded. And but I think people are thinking, hey, I got nothing to lose. I'm I'm gonna go, you know, out with a bang. Let's go buy lottery tickets or go to the casino. 
Double down. Go big or go home, Brian. That's it. <laughs> Get in there and, and double. <laughs> I'm putting all my money on red. <laughs> Spin that wheel, baby. <laughs> but you know what? It just shows the look when when society melts down, when people feel no hope, when inflation's the reality, uh, people turn to their vices, right? And that's really what we're seeing. Right. Yeah. People are saying, hey, why does my cheeseburger cost so much? Right? And the answer is most ingredients are touched by inflation, Kelly. Well, yeah, and if I go to the casino, I get a free drink, you know? So, and maybe they'll comp me lunch or something. So, yeah, it's it's just everybody. And, and it's we just, the inflation just came out. It was 8.3, which you can about double it. So, it, it's not going down. You know, we're, we're, we're in a recession, <laughs> so they, they can deny it. I've never, ever heard a government say, oh, you know, I think there might be a recession coming. They're never going to tell you that things are going to get worse. They know they are. <laughs> they won't tell you that. I don't know, really know where to go to from here, but I know this. People are turning to vices more than ever. Uh, and you know what? The gaming industry, think about the fiat money of the Federal Reserve. And then think about the gaming industry. Aren't they really just two peas in a pod, Brian? Yeah, uh, they are. Um, uh, you know, I, I think you know one thing that uh, you, you look at basically is is uh, you know our financial system, our, our monetary system. You know, the dollar being the strength. You know, since World, you know, War Two or whatever, we you know the dollar's been the tradable unit. And right now we're looking at okay, well what. What currency perhaps out there is, is going to, you know, jump up to the spot? Well, other countries starting to back their currency, I guess, by metal, and I think we as a people look at that. But, you know, your central banks, not only are they holding currency and so on, but they're also holding, uh, you know, gold. And so why would they do that? Why would why would some of these – why are the banks, you know, buying up metal? Well, in, in my opinion, I mean, if, if, if they're – they have metal to protect, they say, as currency, but they continue to print currency, which devalues that currency. But, but gold, you're not. It's not like you can just go out there and make a bunch of gold, you know, or or, or metal. I get, you know, it is being mined and so on. But it, you know, in, in limited quantities per se on a world basis. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, for you know, gold is an essential component here, right? So I think, you know, and there there's backing. Is, is kind of in that metal, and I think we as around the world say, well, how's our dollar doing in compared to the world right now? No one wants to trade in our dollar, and so, you know, and so there's issues there, and, and yeah, we're on the verge of kind of a collapse in our dollar, I think, and so in that sense, you know, the devaluation that's happened over history in other countries and, and that, we're, we're headed for that devaluation, so that's my thought. The problem with all this, Kelly, is it's impossible to project timing. You know, we're right on the fact that eventually this con game, the halt of the con game is going to happen. But you know what? Whenever we try to predict it or put times to it, we always get shown or proven wrong uh, because they can manipulate this till the cows come home. Your thoughts? Well, that's true. They, they're able to, you know, keep kicking that can down the road until you run into the end of the alley. But. Um, you know, and, and the two great motivators of as humans are is fear and greed. And right now we have both of those, you know, putting the squeeze on everybody. So everybody's looking for a way to, to you know, 
come out on top, and there's over 10,000 cryptocurrencies out there with new ones growing every day and other That's ones right. dying. And the whole thing now is pump and dump, pump and dump, you know, pump the price up and then dump it and leave some other poor sucker with, you know, holding the bag. And these guys that get in on that, there's actually people that there's websites to get on and do that. And these guys that think they're going to do the pumping and dumping, they're actually the victims. The guys have been pumping it up for two weeks before they even got a chance. And within five minutes, it's gone. And they're like, well, you just weren't fast enough. But, you know, um, it's, you know, the one that Matt Damon was pushing, now they're ready to take out bankruptcy. Fortune (laughs) favors the brave. No, it doesn't. It, It eats the stupid. It's hard to know how to respond to all that, but I will say this. Headline says stocks and bonds, early rally fades, and shares slide again. Stocks fell again on Wednesday, led by more drops in technology companies because inflation came in worse than feared. Bringing up your point about the two great motivators are fear and greed. Well, fear rears its ugly head right there. Now, the next headline I find interesting is this. Headline says CDC reveals truly staggering stat on drug overdoses. More than 107,000 Americans died last year due to OD. Yeah, the OD, just drug overdoses and stuff like Um, And this kind of goes to what I'm pointing out is that, you know, people are just melting down, turning to their vices. Uh, they don't know what to do. People are committing suicide. People are dumping their currency. People are just... You know, trying to figure out a way to stay ahead of it all. They're not being very successful, Brian, and I submit it's because they won't turn to God. Boy, amen, amen on that, you know. I mean, I mean the ripple effect of just things that are happening and, and have been happening. I mean, and it's like a put a Band-Aid over this, and then it moves over here, and oh, fill the, here's another Band-Aid, we need another Band-Aid. But it's it's a ripple effect of, of everything that this administration you know um has just you know kind of thrown us under the bus and we talk about that here in, in just a minute but yeah i mean you open the border well, what's the ripple effect of opening the border is it drugs and and more drugs is it you know murders and higher crime anyway there's a lot of ripple and sex perversions it all goes hand in hand ladies and gentlemen you turn towards god and disaster strikes there are solutions on your radio Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. 
Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, it looks like the Democrats are really uh, gaining steam when it comes to taking control. You know, there's one thing to do with elections, and everybody says, oh, don't worry, 2022, the Republicans are coming back, and the Democrats are going to melt down. Maybe true, but in the meantime, Joe's gaining ground. All right, the headline says, with the confirmation of Albaro Magoya, I don't know how to say the name, that's the new Democratic majority at the FTC, Federal Trade Commission, uh, now they have the numbers to push in an aggressive agenda. So now you've got the um, FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, controlled by the Democrats. And these are appointments. And so until another appointment needs to be filled, the Democrats have free reign. And even if you get Republicans in power, it's going to be very tough because what they do is they just literally become judge, jury, and executioner as they uh, add their own regulations, literally uh, without oversight, if you will. Uh, and so this is going to be disaster. They claim they're going to rein in big business, Brian. Yeah, good luck. We'll see how. <laughs> Let's see how that all handles out. It comes about. Now I don't know how to respond to that, but that is a huge uh, change, Kelly. They're going to be unleashed. Oh yeah, they're they're going to try everything. The Senate just tried to pass a, a national law for abortion, and it went down. They lost because they're so worried about this Roe v. Wade, and that everybody's going to lose their opportunity to, you know, kill a baby. It's like, no, you're not. It's every. They're just giving democracy back to the state. So, yeah, there's there's going to be a there's going to be a pushback, and and uh, they know it, but they have to pretend like they're not afraid, but. You know the the wave's coming, and and yeah, it's things. It's always darkest before, you know, the the morning. So, there's hope. Amen to that. Bill fails in Senate. That's good news. The Democrats tried to push it because they hope it'll help them in November. But it just shows that America is done with abortion, and the courts are going to be done with abortion. And Congress is done with abortion. It was a narrow victory because the Democrats have such great control right now. But I believe it was a real shot across the bow when it comes to what the people want. They know full well that, hey, they better stand right on this. Americans do not want abortion. Americans do not want the murder of their young. Uh, I know governments right. wanted that, and they pushed for that forever. But Americans, even the ones who thought they wanted that back in the late 60s, early 70s, now because of incredible increase in imaging and scientific understanding and everything else, uh, the sea uh, has changed on this thing. 
Uh, and so I believe that this is a reality. Um, it's a mandate to jettison pro-death, Brian. Right. So what So what will be the next ripple? Will, it, will the ripple effect be the fact of, okay, the, the minority groups will will peacefully protest by burning down some of these uh you know, places or people that want it, or I mean, just all these things that are happening out there. How's this? How's the left going to handle this? Uh, you know, they're going to send people out to protest. We we wouldn't we didn't agree. We're fighting this. I mean, I don't know. I mean, is that one more step? Where well, they're surrounding the Supreme Court justices' houses right now in protest. Yeah, they're yeah. literally advocating for violence openly. Uh, it's against the law to do that. Nobody's being arrested. They need to be arrested immediately. We, the people, need to double down and back law enforcement and say, look, we've got to have arrests for this criminal activity stuff going on. I don't care if it's Democrats or Republicans. And now they've said they're going to go pick it around Pelosi's house because they don't like that she's not doing enough. <laughs> That's right. I mean, it's just you can't win with these people. But look, not <laughs> only are they taking greater control at the Federal Trade Commission, they're taking greater control at the Federal Reserve as well. I don't know if you heard this, but Phil N. Jefferson, he's a college administrator and an academic, quote, economist. He was confirmed to the Federal Reserve's Board of Governors. And the Senate approved this thing literally 91 to 7. Senate confirms Biden nominee. Now, he is the third of President Biden's nominees to secure a spot on the Fed's uh, seven-person board. So we're in trouble now. They've literally put their people in positions of power, and we're going to feel, the, uh, in my opinion, the abusive repercussions of this, Kelly, for quite some time, sir. Well, I don't I don't think so. I mean, the Federal Reserve leads by putting their finger up in the wind and seeing which way the wind's blowing. So they look into the past. They don't look into the future. So, and, and they you got people that have never even had a real job or had to pay anybody else so you know they they're all clueless and they've been clueless for a long time and and they just can't figure out that when they do stuff it just doesn't work you know theoretically this should work and it's like no it never has and it never will (laughs) but um but people people know how to get around it you know they can they can take the dollar to zero and people will find a way to get around that they always have through every civilization yeah, you're right about that. I, I and I hope there's not greater repercussions. But when I see two big key positions <laughs> filled by, uh, you know, Biden quote picks or whatever else, I don't think that spells good news. I think that just creates a greater fight if the if the Congress gets more conservative with Republicans or whatever you want to say, uh, and then you got these um, I don't know what you want to say heads of boards and and, and leaders in. Uh, these different government entities, I think you'll just have a bigger battle on your hands. The Republicans tend to wring their hands. The Democrats tend to sue and fight, and, uh, you know, they're a lot more scrappy. And so uh, time will tell, but I think we're just going to see whether it be abortion in the states polarizing, whether it be more appointees by Biden, but yet uh, voters uh, picking conservatives to some degree. I just think we're going to have more and more of a polarization effect uh, in America, Brian. Yeah, maybe a bigger fight and, and – uh more contention you know that's that's what is what happens that they they, they can uh create this contention against each other and, and that's kind of the fight we look at i mean it's the people we the news that's being pr- you know put out there is, is is all about contention and 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 then they point the finger and then they well he did this and that and it just becomes a you know instead of a peaceful 
what we resolution. It's it's a a fight. We got to fight. Maybe we um, ought to just turn C-SPAN that. into a Jerry Springer pay-per-view, and we ought to go to the yeah, casino and get a free right. drink and watch. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I'm well, that idea, Kelly. Well, who's the conservative? Uh, Utah's Republican Mitt Romney or West Virginia's Joe Manchin, Democrat? <laughs> you know, Joe Manchin's the one that, <laughs> that's really the conservative there, you know? Right. Uh, sadly, Romney, sadly, you point out a truism, Kelly. I know. And so, but he knows. He's got to go back to West Virginia and face those people. He, he's actually, he's said that several times, you know, and and uh, Kamala Harris got asked, who, who, who's in charge? Joe Biden or Joe Manchin? And she did. She, oh, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. What's that? Yeah, Kelly. <laughs> well, she was. Uh, she was being. Inter- gonna... She was being interviewed by someone at Fox, and the guy just said to her, "So, who's really in charge, Joe Biden or Joe Manchin?" And like, or we can't hear the. Te- there's technical difficulties and stuff. Well, we got to go. We got to go. She didn't want to answer. She goes, "Well, of course, Joe Biden." And it's like, no, I think Joe Manchin's running the show. All right. Well, I I went um, I flew to Florida, as you guys know, and I went up the East Coast. And one of the things I did is I went to um, Charleston, South Carolina. And when I was there, I learned some very interesting things about the colonial days. They talked about the taxes in the colonial days. I just thought this would be a fun topic to end on you guys. But the taxes of the American colonies were interesting. Did you know they had the single home tax, the frontage tax? And the windows tax, yeah, depending on how many windows you had in your house, you'd be taxed more. Uh, depending on how many windows were in the frontage, you could be taxed more. And the more frontage your home took, the greater your taxes would be. That's why they called it single homes, where they would build a home very narrow on the frontage, like one room wide. And then they would build their home very deep. It would go back quite far, uh, because that way they'd have less frontage and less taxes. So even though we think things were great in the colonial days, and in our days they're just a meltdown, they had their own struggles too. Is the point? And did you know about those kind of taxes, Brian? I did not. I, you know, that's that's very interesting. Uh, wow. I, more. What did they want to keep the light out? Is that what they they're saying? You can't. The well, more I, light I, you I have. About the window tax. The window tax. The more windows you had, the more money you had because you, you could afford windows. Windows were expensive. That's right. So obviously you had a lot of money. So. That's yeah, we better get a piece of that there. Out. Hey, how many windows do you have in the front of your house, Kelly? Oh, I have more than they did. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I, I would point that out to my daughter. Like, see those bricks? They're different color. That's where the window was. Can you see it? Oh, yeah. You know, and yes, they had blocking it. It was in England, too. The window tax. Yeah, now, the, the single wide, what the deal was, was frontage. See, everybody wanted to put more of their house on the frontage, right? especially if you had a store at the bottom and lived on the top and some of these kind of things, Brian. But if we have you a one room wide, then, you know, hey, um, you're not going to have near as much ability to make money, and so, therefore, you can not pay as much taxes there, Brian. Well, there you go. Yeah, what, what is it they, they do in Alaska? They don't finish half their, their house. They leave it un, that, that way it's not taxed. It's not finished yet, so they don't have to tax. People, 20 years, they're still – bare walls on the side of their house because they yeah there's a there's a siding shortage brian (laughs) that's it (laughs) well in france they used to they they still do they they tax cars based on their horsepower so you know if it's a two-cylinder or four-cylinder or six-cylinder the tax went up so yeah they've always tried to keep it under a certain you know displacement and things because the same deal 
the more the more the bigger the engine you had more money we're going to tax you more it's going to use more fuel whatnot wow i've decided the ways to tax are like the ways to sin they're endless gentlemen <laughs> yeah, that's right <laughs> good point yeah, exactly it's like, wow, I believe the only answer, ladies and gentlemen, in this sea of confusion that we face in modern America today, the only answer we have, the only road is to turn to God, family, and country. If we do those things, if we look to God Almighty and keep his commandments, if we turn to our family and love one another, uh, the fundamental unit of society is the family. The society will only be as strong as the families that make up that society. And when it comes to country, we have a supreme law of the land, full of checks and balances and brilliance by our founding fathers as they birthed a nation under the direction of God, looking to God instead of government for solutions. And I submit if we do the same, we'll be in great shape. And if we don't, I'm predicting trouble, gentlemen. Kelly? Yeah, exactly. Like it says in the scriptures, you know, if you know me, you won't fear. You know, if you know the truth, you won't fear. And my daughter thinks all the time, Dad, you're so negative. It's like, no, I'm just being prepared. The answers are right there. Tell us right in the Bible what's going to be happening. So just get prepared for it. Hey, Brian of Rust, Brian, RustQuinnandGift.com, you get the final word, sir. Well, I think you're right on, Sam. I think if we, we're, we're pushing God, uh, this country was blessed. Uh, if we would hold on to God's, uh, you know, his commandments and, and live the way we we're supposed to live and be kind and love one another, when we start taking that out of everything and let's start killing babies and fighting amongst ourselves and, and that, yeah, we're we're on a da- downhill spiral here, and and we got to turn to God, no doubt about it. That's the only way we're going to survive. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know, there's so much to talk about when it comes to the economy, and it can be very confusing. But I'm telling you this: the best advice I've ever received was from a food guy, a long-term struggle food guy, and he basically always taught me: get a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of beans, bullets, and band-aids, and pretty soon. You have a lot of stuff. If you just consistently, steadily work on it a little bit at a time, broaden your portfolio with preparedness items, and when the tough times come, you'll be grateful you did. For Kelly Finnegan, for Brian Rust, and for Sam Bushman, we declare that this nation shall endure. RustQuinnandGift.com, LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net. God save the republic of the United States of America. the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that was refused to use, no doubt. Walks along now. Live and hard-hitting, always ready to go. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. This is the broadcast from May 12th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our two of two, and the goal always to promote God, family, and country, to protect life, liberty, and property, to do so using the supreme law of the land. Yeah, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. And Larry Pratt, formerly of Good Owners of America, now he's retired, but not all the ways, uh, doing what he wants. 
coming on the radio and talking about liberty is one of them. Welcome back to the broadcast, sir. Thank you, Sam. You can betcha I am keeping an eye on liberty. It affects me as it does all Americans very personally. Amen to that, sir. And have I got a good news story for you today. Here's the headline. Court overrules California's ban on semi-automatic weapons and the sale thereof to adults under the age of 21 years old. And an appeals court panel ruled that California's ban on the sale of semi-automatic weapons to adults under the age of 21 violated the right to keep and bear arms found in the Second Amendment of the Constitution of the United States of America. Turns out that Judge Ryan Nelson wrote the ruling, and he simply says, hey, you know what? Back in the day, we had a lot of young adults that used their constitutionally God-given right of self-defense codified in the Second Amendment. They used those weapons to make us free. We can't take it away from them now, he wrote. (laughs) Larry, there is justice once in a while, sir. Uh-oh, you with me, Larry? Uh-oh, we'll grab Larry get him back, ladies and gentlemen. Meanwhile, I find this a huge win. I really do. Court overrules California's ban on sales of semi-automatic guns to adults under the age of 21. Look, if you're old enough to die for your country, is the reasoning here at 18, ladies and gentlemen, go into the service, die for your country, and use a weapon or a in the service of your country, you're certainly old enough to buy a gun. They claim that, oh, man, we're going to have common sense gun laws. Less people are going to die if we don't sell guns. But look, it's codified in the Constitution. The rule of law says, hey, they have every right that everybody else has, and their right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. There's justice once in a while, Larry. Once in a while. It certainly makes sense that if somebody is old enough, even at the age of 17 or 18, to pick up arms, Uh, to put his life on the line to defend our liberties, then it seems to me if he's got the kind of judgment that would know when to shoot, when not to shoot, where to go, where not to go, he probably can figure out who to vote for and who not to vote for. Uh, That may be what's troubling some of the liberals because they don't think any of us, no matter what our age, really have the judgment needed uh, to make those kinds of decisions. And that's why I think they're always kind of eager to uh, sneak up on us or take us front on and remove our liberties. Uh, They have a very low view of their fellow Americans. And were it not for their elite capabilities, uh, who knows what kind of a mess we would be in, they think. Now, what do you think, though? The court literally rejecting, the appellate court rejecting California's ban on people under 21 buying, uh, you know, these semi-automatic weapons and stuff. The court simply said they have every right. That's a huge win. It it, it came as a pleasant surprise to me, and I am encouraged that uh, a court in California would do something like that. Now, it is a federal court, but we've got to remember that federal courts are populated by judges that have been nominated by the senators of the state. Now, it may have been uh, a senator from Nevada because that court uh, covers a 
an area beyond California, I believe. But still, it's a very encouraging development that uh, there are some judges that think that, well, maybe we can risk a little bit of freedom. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, I think it's a big win. I think once in a while we've got to celebrate our successes. And I really want to point out that, you know what, when nobody stands up, when nobody takes on the fight, when nobody gets involved, that's when all these bad things happen. When good people say, whoa, wait a minute, stop now. You know what, we don't always win, but we win way more of the time than you would think, <clears throat> Larry. Believe it or not, <clears throat> to when we take what on you're these saying, battles, we gain ground. We really do. Exactly. And there's one guarantee that can be made. If we don't fight, we will lose because we're not going to be given anything. So uh, we have to do what they've done in California. We have to take the initiative. We have to see them in court. And, wow, sometimes we're going to win. I always like to say it like this. If you don't ask the pretty girl out on a date, she'll never be your girl. Well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> that that principle seems to extend throughout life. If you don't try, you'll never succeed. Anyway, so I think it's tremendous news. Now, I do highlight the silver lining a little bit because even though that was a win and we got to celebrate it as a win, we got to push for more wins. Look, Joe Biden and crew behind the scenes via regulation and through the international, um, I don't know what you want to call it, weapons ban or whatever else, they're really trying to take our guns from us, though. That Look, just because the Republicans aren't talking about it right now, folks, that doesn't mean that they're not uh, at work behind the scenes. This is a serious concern and threat still, uh, Larry. That is very well said. Uh, there are so many foreign nations that think gun control is great. They've imposed it on their people. They think it makes it easier, and they're right, to control their population. And they're the ones uh, in control of the U.N., in control of the European Union, uh, in control of so many of these international bodies. There are many times when the United States pretty much stands alone. And so we've got to uh, keep up the pressure politically on our elected officials. Otherwise, if they don't hear from us, they're just going to uh, do whatever they're being pushed to do by some of these anti-freedom forces in our country and in these foreign uh, organizations. Guidance new gun control plan, they say, simply brings us to square one. Yeah. In other words... He's just regurgitating from his news conference in April 21. Same old stuff, same old, same old, same old. But you know what? They're working on it. On one hand, we can believe that, hey, we're not, they're not making much progress. But you know what? Biden admin announces new gun control measures. Um, are we going to end up thinking that the debate's on stall, but yet we uh, lose a lot of rights and don't realize it till it's too late, Larry? Uh, I think our uh, our best course of action is to keep pushing, to keep uh, uh, pushing for better regulations, uh, no regulations ultimately, to keep pushing for laws that uh, do away with uh, unconstitutional infringements that have been placed on the Second Amendment, 
and you know you're right just because we've had a a, a nice uh, reprieve which i think is maybe one way to describe what we're talking about uh, we've got to keep pushing we're not finished as long as the second amendment is being infringed uh, that means that they feel perfectly at liberty to disregard the rest of the constitution because that's kind of the the backbone uh, on which all the other freedoms are hung and if we let that go uh, then we're going to be as bad off or as worse off even worse off than uh, some other countries so uh, this is uh, a welcome victory but it's hardly a time to celebrate uh, as if the war is over all right now you probably don't know who this guy is uh, his name is eric pratt <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Larry's son, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And Larry, very, uh, go ahead. He's a good spokesman. When he was in college, uh, he wrote a master's thesis at Regent University on the importance of the uh, colonial militia in 18th century America, and uh, that that really got to the part of what we're talking about. Namely, it was an armed people that told the British um, tyrant, uh, you're not going to do that. Uh, you, you've gotten into the habit of thinking that we're subjects. And guess what, buddy? We're not subjects. We're citizens and we are free people. And if you try to go against that, it's going to be a literally a bloody mess. And after a long war that in parts of the South wasn't over for uh, close to two decades, uh, we finally prevailed. But it was costly, and hopefully we're never going to forget that our freedoms that we just take so for granted, like the air we breathe, they were purchased at great price. There were many widows as the result of the battle for our liberties. There were many men without limbs uh, that paid for our liberties. And we should not disregard that great cost that was paid so that we can live the way we do. Ladies and gentlemen, headline says Biden's Ministry of Truth to silence gun owners. Headline from Eric Pratt says GOA punches back against Biden's Ministry of Truth. Details. There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules, a shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules. Join the special virtual premiere and Q&A on May 7th. Get your tickets now. Available only at 2,000mules.com. 2,000mules.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? 
Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. All right, Larry Pratt with me, Gunners of America. He's now retired, but Eric Pratt wrote an incredible article, GOA.org, basically talking about Biden's Ministry of Truth saying, hey, it'll silence gun owners. And he highlights that really the Ministry of Truth will be a disinformation agency within the government. So uh, GOA filed a FOIA request uh, asking Homeland Security and others, look, who's going to be on the board? What's going to go on with this thing? How's it going to work? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And good on them, because look, ladies and gentlemen, the reality is the Ministry of Truth will operate under the moniker of disinformation. And at first you think, well, how does that relate to gun rights, Sam? My response, ladies and gentlemen, is this. First, they will promote disinformation. Uh, They'll call a GOA. They'll call me. They'll call you. They'll call us all terrorists and domestic threats. And, of course, you can't have a gun if you're a domestic threat, see? Uh, if you And so it all starts with spinning the narrative to a dishonest narrative. And, and once they have that ability, uh, there'll be no stopping them, Larry Pratt. That's right. And, and what they're doing is saying that it's okay to uh, abridge, uh, is the constitutional term, uh, I would say, infringe on the First Amendment. And if we can mess around with the First Amendment and tell you what you can and cannot speak, say, well, certainly guns are even more dangerous, and we can regulate how guns are owned, carried, uh, who can have them, and so forth. And I think that's the, uh, uh, the very dangerous direction that we're heading. Uh, Biden thinks, and his administration thinks, as I'm not sure that Biden thinks, but uh, that administration thinks Uh, that uh, freedom is a very dangerous thing. It's got to be controlled, or who knows what will happen. And uh, that's where we're hitting. That's the ball game. It is about what is America going to be like by the time Joseph Robinette Biden leaves office. It all depends on what we the people do. It all depends on what our sheriffs do. It all depends on what we do locally in the states. It all depends on if we take action and arrest a lot of these criminals for their belligerent, unconstitutional, unauthorized uh, violation of checks and balances actions. Larry? I like that you've included the sheriffs in this uh, idea that uh, this battle has to involve not just individuals, uh, but the sheriff is somebody that's taken an oath under God to uphold the Constitution, which, of course, includes the First and Second Amendments. And if the sheriffs 
uh, are determined to keep that oath and to protect those liberties, then I think we're going to be a, a lot better off. Uh, we're going to uh, keep the Biden administration from getting totally out of control. Uh, and a lot of this can come right before the sheriffs. If they understand their role, and there are a number of them that do, uh, then it's going to be a lot more difficult for the Biden administration to treat the American people as subjects. We got rid of King George, and I sure hope we don't have to deal with King Joe. Now, I look at this sheriff discussion, and the reason that I mention it is, number one, that's one of the great American hopes we have, is that we can coordinate with the sheriff to create accountability. The sheriffs have the ability to take on the feds and to take on the states. They have that ability if they understand their real mission. They understand their core authority. They understand the proper role of checks and balances. Uh, however, in uh, Eric's article, he talks about a sheriff who literally is preventing people from owning and keeping firearms, even though it's against the law. This is an example where when sheriffs want to violate the law for, in my opinion, wrongful purposes, they feel free to do so, um, a.k.a. Um, uh, you know, illegal sanctuaries or whatever you want to call it, sanctuary cities, whatever. Da, da, da. They feel at liberty that when you don't want to have guns, the sheriff just does whatever the heck he wants to. They don't have any problem violating laws when it's wrong. But for some reason, sheriffs don't believe that they can simply reject laws that are wrong. So uh, we need a sheriff to defend our right to keep and bear arms, not stand to take them away. So sometimes the, the liberals seem to apply the principles in the, in the opposite or wrong effect in this article that Eric wrote relates to this very well. Uh, the gun owners of America is really trying to hold this sheriff to account, right? And wisely so. Well, and happily, the sheriff can be held to account. The sheriff in almost all jurisdictions, not quite all. I think Connecticut lost their ability to uh, elect their sheriffs. But pretty much across the country, the sheriff is elected by we the people he's got to explain uh and certainly if he's challenged he has to explain why he has done uh, various things what it is that he intends to do in the future as he has to confront or we think he has to confront various excesses and abuses that are coming from the federal government and the sheriff is the man he's got legitimate authority he can organize a posse. He can physically confront abuses of power by the state and federal governments. And he is a critical a person, office, in the defense of the liberty of American citizens. So uh, we, <laughs> we really have to spend the time it takes to find out uh, where the sheriff is philosophically, what it is that he understands his responsibilities to be, and what is it that he's willing to do to defend uh, the freedoms of the people that are voting for him. Uh, and if we've got somebody that's on the right uh, wavelength, uh, we're going to be a whole lot better off because so far uh, the federal government and the state governments even on occasion have been reluctant to mess with a sheriff now they can go after their budgets, and then it's going to, uh, when that happens, it's going to be up to we the people to decide 
how are we going to deal with that? Uh, I would even be willing to discuss having a voluntary assessment uh, to uh, enable the sheriff's departments to continue to be fully funded if uh, the financial uh, ammunition is being fired at them so that they uh, they may not have the means they need uh, to hire enough deputies, get them trained by the right uh, firearms and, uh, and other uh, weapons. That, those are all things that ultimately come back to we, the people. What are we willing to do? Sure, we have to be informed. We have to vote. And it may be, and I've, I've thought about this from time to time, we may need to uh, uh, volunteer our financial and personal support for the sheriffs. All right, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. All I'm telling you is we have got to back our sheriffs. We have got to stand, and yes, their budgets will be attacked. Uh, but what sheriffs need to do is they need to be willing to live on less. They need to be willing to streamline their operations. They need to be willing to, to uh, in, enact uh, and advocate for sheriff's posses where people could do a lot of things uh, in a volunteer capacity or as a part-time capacity, saving all kinds of taxpayer money. Uh, it can be done, ladies and gentlemen. Real scrappy sheriffs can do it, but it's going to be an epic battle because, look, the liberals will not let go of power that we have, over the last many decades, ignorantly allowed them to, uh, to uh, I don't know what you want to say, but gain or, or whatever. Um, they've taken this power one sliver at a time. We've uh, ignorantly, um, in a blissful America, watched sports and let it happen, and now we're paying the piper. It's going to be very hard fought to get it back, ladies and gentlemen. Let me give you an example to make this point, Larry. There is a new article out that says this. Top Democratic leaders with oversight over the National Institutes of Health, NIH, are keeping quiet now about the $350 million in secret payments. You heard me. $350 million in secret payments to agency leaders like Dr. Anthony Fauci and other top um, uh, scientists, hundreds of them. They all got this big $350 million secret slush fund, uh, and now it's being exposed. Democrats are silent. Republicans are going after it. Uh, but I don't think they'll get anything done because they don't get anything done. They just talk and babble and argue and launch investigations that three years later they say, well, yeah, there was a bad act there or here, but don't worry. Uh, uh, we've cleaned it up, and there's no really accountability, but don't worry. We won't let it happen again because we, we got it all fixed, and you're good is all you really hear. But this is what we're talking about. When you have $350 million in payments to top scientists like Anthony Fauci and hundreds of scientists secretly, they got to ask this question. This gun control sheriff and other sheriffs that are arming themselves with military hardware, how much are they on the dole? And what secret money's going to them and others? When we get back, we'll ask Larry Pratt that very fundamental question on your radio. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
USA Radio News with Tim Berg. A Senate vote is possible Thursday on emergency aid for Ukraine. The House approved a $40 billion package on Tuesday. However, dozens of lawmakers voted against the measure. One was Texas Republican Congressman Chip Roy, who explains why. We got it at 3 p.m. yesterday. We were then voting on the rule by the evening. By We're voting on the bill by 8 o'clock. Keep in mind that that $53 billion total, that's the entire annual budget of the Department of Homeland Security. About $13 billion in aid has already been allocated for Ukraine. It's time to start circling dates on the fall calendar. The 2022 NFL schedule set to be released at 8 p.m. Eastern time tonight. All 32 teams from around the league will find out when and where they will be playing this upcoming season. This is USA Radio News. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks plus free shipping. Just go to Harry's.com and enter 5500 at checkout. That's Harry's.com, code 5500. Enjoy. A panel on the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals struck down a California law banning the sale of semi-automatic guns to adults under 21 saying it infringed on the rights of people ages 18 to 20. The judge saying in part, America would not exist without the heroism of young adults who fought and died in our revolutionary army. Today, we reaffirm our Constitution still protects the rights that enabled their sacrifice, the right of young adults to keep and bear arms. Flags are being lowered today to honor one million lives lost to coronavirus. President Biden marked the long-dreaded milestone early this morning, pleading with everyone to remain vigilant. He also stressed that the nation has more testing, vaccines, and treatments than ever before. Same story, different day when it comes to the national average for the price of regular gasoline, according to AAA. A new record set today at $4.41 a gallon. USA Radio News. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Larry Pratt on your radio, breaking it down just for you. So top Democratic leaders, um, literally with oversight of the National Institutes of Health, literally had secret payments going to Anthony Fauci and uh, hundreds of top scientists, $350 million of secret money. Now, for them to take that secret money is a scientific snafu, meaning that, uh, look, their conflict of interest is so belligerent uh, look, I used to be a mortgage broker, Larry Pratt, and I couldn't even take somebody out to lunch because if I paid for their lunch, it could be considered me trying to steer business to me. And it was a bribe and it was unethical and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now these guys literally three hundred fifty million dollars in payments and you're not hearing anything about it. These people are criminal and should be arrested, sir, on the spot. Well, it's uh, definitely an abuse of power. 
And the fact that they think they can get away with it uh, tells you that the media is rather complicit. Uh, the media, by and large, understands these things, and they've chosen that if it's a Democrat doing it, they're not going to bother with it. They're not going to say a word. They're not going to challenge it. Uh, and so the, uh, the system goes merrily along as long as you're a Democrat, uh, you're not uh, challenging the system, you're not a Joe Manchin who once in a while is on the right side. Uh, if you're just down the line supporting the party line, uh, you're going to be doing just fine. But I'd like to uh, suggest that there's a way that uh, some of the governors uh, have been toying with uh, fighting back. I believe it was the governor of Texas that flew uh, some illegal aliens uh, into Washington, D.C. and dumped them off uh, within a few blocks of the White House. Now, that may have been just symbolic, uh, but I think it illustrates the fact that they don't want that problem in their backyard. It's okay if it messes up half of the state of Arizona and New Mexico and Texas, but don't bring it where they live. And that's exactly what needs to be done. They need to have to deal with this up close and personal, and they need to back off the uh, restriction on firearms that they uh, frequently try to impose on uh, their citizens and their voters uh, because people are increasingly, as long as we're uh, going through a time of uh, a government-sponsored invasion of illegal aliens, people need to be able to defend themselves. And that, I think, is increasingly where the line is going to be drawn. And it's, I think it's beginning to clarify the way many Americans understand uh, what our elected officials and unelected officials have been up to, and uh, they're pushing back. Just like abortion, you know, many Americans didn't really realize where they stood on abortion, or they were kind of like, hey, that's just the way it is. But now that science has come so far uh, in terms of imaging and in terms of education about really what happens, uh, you know, how a baby's created and when life begins and all this kind of stuff, science has really caught up to, to re and now Americans are rejecting abortion. I think they're doing the same thing with gun control. A lot of Americans felt like, well, I don't really need a gun, and well, it's okay, and don't worry about it. And they weren't really engaged in the fight, Larry. But now that they're realizing, look, Joe Biden, these people are criminal. There's riots in the streets all the time, Antifa and, and all these different groups and Black Lives Matter and whatever, to where Americans are going, hold on now, I do care. This is important, and it does matter, and I'm not going to allow gun control to happen. I believe that polarization is taking place as well, sir. It, it made it very clear uh, that the Democrats were perfectly happy, as you say, to let the Antifa forces uh, mobilize and, like locusts, just destroy uh, large sections of America's cities, uh, but to have uh, somebody else in the country buy a firearm uh, and carry that firearm? Oh, no. No, no, no. We can't have that. That's, that's too dangerous. Uh, no, it's not too dangerous. It actually leads to a more <clears throat> polite society. It really does uh, keep things uh, down to a, uh, a, a rather more uh, nonviolent 
condition. And what the Democrats have been doing, and some of the Republicans, uh, it's not entirely uh, stupidity and, and, and evil is not limited to the Democrats. Uh, but these policies that have been imposed on America are now having disastrous consequences. And it's increasingly clear to more and more Americans that uh, something is fundamentally wrong. Uh, the current administration is, uh, for whatever reason, hostile uh, to the safety and freedom of the average American. And uh, I think we're going to see uh, a big pushback in the elections this November. The question is, will the Republicans have the determination to really affect needed and substantial changes? Or as you were alluding to a minute ago, are they just going to talk about it? Well, there you have it. And I believe that uh, Republicans, uh, meanwhile, but again, we're infiltrated by some very liberal Republicans that seem to have a, a juggernaut uh, on us right now. And Americans need to kind of understand that it matters not just that they're a Republican, but it's what kind of Republican you elect that is critical as well. And let me give you yeah. a headline here that relates to this. Democrats are increasingly looking to force their climate change agenda through the federal bureaucracy rather than go through Congress. Why? Due to lack of support for their environmental reforms. So the Biden administration, ladies and gentlemen, has now unveiled, quote, sweeping regulations affecting home appliances, building standards, uh, fuel economy, and government-backed projects, including infrastructure during its first 15 months. So you've got a situation where they're literally going for broke. There's been so many loose, vague laws, bad laws passed by Congress. Now they're literally being blatantly abused by the administration, Larry. And there will be uh, Republicans and most of the Democrats who will say, well, what can we do? Uh, this is a regulation that's been issued. This is the law that we have to obey. Well, the answer is fairly simple, really. You can get immediate results if you're determined to get them. And the most immediate results available uh, to, at any level of government is to cut the funding from whatever the enforcing agency might be. Uh, if the FBI has become abusive and tyrannical, fine, cut their budget. 50, 75 percent, that'll get their attention. If uh, some other environmental uh, agency is harassing people and telling them that they can't engage in needed economic activity, cut their budgets the same way. Uh, bureaucrats don't work for free. Uh, there, there are no volunteers that I've ever seen in Washington or in any state capital. They all get paid, and generally they get paid very well. Well, if the money train has come to a halt, then they're not going to have the same attitude. They're not going to be able to do what they've been doing to abuse Americans and take away their liberties. So I think that's the message that needs to be taken to each and every 
a town hall meeting where every politician might be uh, standing forth is to say, what have you done to cut their budgets? How much money have you cut from or are attempted to cut from their budget? And if you can't do that, please don't come back and expect me to vote for you. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. But you know what that requires, Larry? That requires intestinal fortitude. That requires people uh, getting off their couches and taking a little bit of action. That requires we the people banding together using our greater numbers to force uh, change. And I don't mean force change like the government would force. I mean force change by our free will, acting as we choose in concert with free association uh, with one another. And to do so in a way that advocates for our interests for a change. I quite agree, because if we don't have the intestinal fortitude to do what you're just pointing to, then we certainly can't expect the politicians to do the same. We can't uh, become outraged that they didn't do uh, some of these needed things, because we haven't been doing what is needed to begin with. These folks work for us, and if they don't get a memo from us about what we want them to do, well, then it's rather more difficult to hold them accountable for something that wasn't clearly spelled out. We need to clearly spell it out. You do this, pal, or you're not going to be getting that paycheck any need. And if you do this, you might just get arrested, ladies and gentlemen. We need to start to push that reality check, too, because, hey, when we don't have any accountability, why do they care if they disobey our laws? Do a, do we have a nation if we don't have laws? Liberty Roundtable Live. Why does the left lie constantly? Because it gets spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present day church, Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history 
when countries ruin their currency. You gotta throw down for Jesus, ladies and gentlemen. You gotta get involved in the sacred cause of liberty. Jesus Christ is the go-to and is the author of our liberty, ladies and gentlemen. You've gotta double down in defense. You gotta stand up. You gotta take action in the culture war and you gotta do it now, ladies and gentlemen. These people are getting absolutely crazy tyrannical and every inch they gain is liberty lost and every liberty lost reality check we face, uh, folks, it's gonna be tough 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 to get it back and i pray we can bring it back without blood i pray we can do so peacefully i'm the guy that rejects revolution and stands for peaceful restoration but i'm telling you that it's becoming more and more difficult let me give you case in point larry pratt i don't know if you know about this but the democrats are pushing to to have their climate agenda via regulation not legislation very very serious indeed they'll change the affairs environmentally speaking via these agencies they're literally uh, giving $350 billion, I'm sorry, $350 million to these top scientists. But then Joe Biden just signed something into law. I don't know if you're aware of this, but think about this, folks. Where were the Republicans to let you know about this? Headline says this, quote, Joe Biden recently signed into law a requirement that all vehicles produced after 2026 be fitted with a remote kill switch that's right electric vehicles are already outfitted with this capability believe it or not via their quote internet connected superchargers but these corporations can literally sell you a product for tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of dollars and then they can prevent you from using it that ought to be a lawsuit in and of itself but worse yet if the law is not challenged or repealed these kill switches forced into place by your legislative body and Joe Biden, uh, virtually in secret, because I don't know that anybody really realized it. Now the government will have a back door that allows government agencies to shut your vehicle off remotely as well. So now you've got a situation where it's now law, where these companies that sell you a car will be able to use a kill switch if they want to, and so will the government on your vehicle, your private property. It's already law, Larry. Did you know that? Well, one of the arguments that we're going to be given is that, well, this is going to make it so that we can uh, stop a uh, bank robber who's fleeing uh, from the police. Uh, Yeah, I'm sure it could work just that way. But what if they decide that there are just too many of us on the road and that they're going to uh, use that kill switch uh, to make it so that we can't go to work, that we can't go to the store? that we can't take our vacation, that we can't use our car in the way in which we have decided to use it. Or imagine they take away your guns and you're going to a rally to say, "Uh uh-uh, no, 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 you're not going to the rally, Larry. No, sir. Exactly. Exactly. They would be able to control virtually every aspect of American life. (laughs) Uh, This kill switch is a kill liberty switch. That's what that should be referred to as uh, this is an extremely dangerous and tyrannical notion. So uh, hopefully uh, what you're doing uh, is going to be joined by many others who are on the airwaves to point out that this needs to be uh, done away with. 
uh, we need to kill the kill switch. Amen. But ladies and gentlemen, did you realize this is already passed into law? Did you realize Joe already signed that? See, when the media wants big fanfare on a topic, you know everything about it, right? You know, Monica Lewinsky's dress with uh, Bill on it. Uh, you know, you knew everything about that. But when they put a kill switch in for your car, you don't know anything about it. You just end up driving a car. If you have an electric vehicle, you already got one. And if you buy a vehicle after 2026, unless something's done, you will have one. You may not even be aware of that, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, I just thought that I'd bring that to your attention for an FYI to the point that we better start to stand up. We better start to get involved in a serious way now peacefully, or I'm afraid it won't be peaceful coming down the road. Because at some point when they start to deny people to travel, when they start to literally take away your guns, when you start to have shortages of products and services, it ain't going to be a pretty America, ladies and gentlemen, overnight. Literally. If you don't believe me, go ask COVID. Overnight, your society could change, uh, and you won't like what it turns into, ladies and gentlemen. All right, final story before the end of the hour. I want to bounce off of Larry Pratt. Hey, did you uh, see 2,000 Mules? I have the DVD. I am hoping to look at it actually tonight. All right. Well, let me tell you, I've watched it. It is incredible. But here's the thing that you ought to know. Fox News and Newsmax have now banned all mention of 2,000 Mules. They don't want to talk about it. Now, Newsmax says, what are you talking about? We already talked about it. But in reality, the media has got a blackout on this literally Uh, Smoking gun reality check, ladies and gentlemen. In the movie, they literally solve a murder using the same technology they're using to document vote fraud. Two avenues of evidence. Geotracking, which is what they want to use for COVID to track you and trace you and everything else, right? Geotracking, which is what they did in January 6th against all the patriots, uh, etc. The geotracking on one hand and video evidence from government cameras on the other hand are what they're using for the smoking gun to document these mules. And these mules are literally going to organizations, nonprofits, getting ballots, going to drop boxes in the middle of the night and dropping them off. And this is all documented and proven in 2000 Mules, Larry Pratt. But it's one thing for the movie to be released. It's another thing for Fox and Newsmax to be blackballing this. And for the mainstream press to be ignoring this incredible Dinesh D'Souza blockbuster, I just watched it, and it's real, Larry. Happily, a lot of people have access uh, to it in spite of the blockade that's been put up. And evidently, uh, something like a million dollars came in in the first 12 hours as revenue for that show, for that DVD, uh, for that production. A lot of Americans uh, are going to be seeing how the last election was stolen. It's not just uh, sour grapes on the part of Donald Trump. Uh, This DVD lays it out. You can see how it was done, and it was done. Uh, This was not uh, an American election. This was something that was – well, my wife is uh, from Panama, and – when she voted uh, in Panama years and years ago, uh, she was voting toward the end of the day. She put her ballot in a wooden box, and the polls closed. And when they closed, she saw the very box she put her ballot in carried out physically by some of the soldiers uh, that were there uh, during the election. Well, that was pretty obvious, and you could see that the election was being stolen. 
what they've done now is to have an, a technology which flips little electrons in voting machines, and you don't see what happens. All you can see yes. is that and, old And that the good part about this movie is a lot of people have been focusing on the digital side of the equation, and that's not to be dismissed because no doubt millions of votes were changed with that reality as well. What I like about this 2,000 Mules, though, is it takes a completely different approach that says, hey, even if you won't discuss the machines, we still can prove vote fraud physically with government evidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we can also prove it with um, the fact that, you know what, this is happening, uh, and, and you can't deny it when it's on video. You can't deny that these uh, mules didn't use gloves, and then there was a fingerprint case that busted one of them, and then they started using gloves. It's documented all on film, ladies and gentlemen, and it's government cameras that took all the footage. We just basically uh, FOIA requested it and got the evidence. Okay, now, Cameron, can you pull up the commercial I created really fast for this? I'm going to play a commercial and get your response, Larry. Here's a commercial that I created out of the sound bites of the film. Uh, and I created this commercial just to kind of help people really understand. Uh, here it is, and then your response. Never in U.S. history has a presidential election been as thoroughly corrupted by coordinated fraud across multiple states as we now know took place in 2020. There is an easy way to bust it, but it's not the way you think. It's not to go find the ballots in the ballot mix. You can't do that. The way to find it is these guys have the cell phone identification of all the mules, all of them. So law enforcement has to step in at this point, and their next step what were you is, doing seven is times to go, go in interview that, the right. mules. Who paid you? Right. Where'd you get the money? Will any state's law enforcement do this? This is a big question. The mules aren't going to fess up. They're, they know they're participating in something that is well, you've got You've got them on videotape. You've got 2,000 people who are committing felonies. Right. I'd like you to just reflect about what you've learned today and how you're feeling and thinking about it. It's just sickening to me. This is jaw-dropping. What you showed is frightening. Larry Pratt, you literally have Salem hosts who are against this going, ah, there's nothing to this. And then they watched Dinesh's film and get a Q&A with Dinesh and, and Catherine, one of the leaders of uh, True the Vote. Uh, and how they really collected this. And at the end, these Salem Radio News hosts are shocked and saying, you know what, we've got to get law enforcement involved now. This is blowing up, sir. The question is, do we have the mojo to circumvent the mainstream press blackout? Well, we may. Just the the very fact that those hosts couldn't believe that something this evil could happen in America when they saw the evidence which is so clearly presented in 2,000 Mules, uh, they changed their mind. Hopefully that's going to be something happening across America with hundreds and thousands and millions of people so that uh, something will have to be done to put a stop to this, for even the election coming up in a few months. Well, a lot of the vote fraud stuff, I've agreed that it's vote fraud, but we've been really having a hard time pinning the tail on the donkey. It's almost the perfect crime. As they mentioned, once these are injected into the system, uh, there's no way to trace these ballots. And so it's almost the perfect crime. However, this evidence, literally all you've got to do now is subpoena the cell phone evidence, find out whose cell phone it is, go to the mule and say, look, we're going to prosecute you. You're going away forever, buddy. Who's your boss? Who paid you? Where did you go? How did this work? And the 2,000 mules in the samples of the movie 
is just a tip of the iceberg. Sheriffs in every county, all 3,000 counties, should be vetting this and doing the same thing, following their pattern and following up with real investigations. And that's the call now, Larry. What you're uh, laying out is standard procedure procedure for police departments across the country you get the uh, the bad guy that you catch at the lower level uh to you explain to him what's going to happen to him unless he confesses uh and implicates the the guy above him or the gal above him and so you keep flipping people until you get to the mr and mrs big or the big committee or whatever and then you go after them and you put the hammer on them. And that's how we put a stop to this, is to make it so that this crime has real consequences and some of these people end up in jail. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got to pray hard and work hard. It's that simple of a formula. Got to turn to God Almighty. Got to get on our knees and pray for God to intervene on our behalf. Then you got to get up and go to work. And between uh, the two, we shall indeed have success as we the people. That's America. That's the American way, baby. Larry Pratt, thank you so much, brother. We'll have you back. Godspeed. Be with you. You too. And to all of you, my fellow Americans, we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and indeed restore the greatest country on the face of the earth. We declare this nation shall endure. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net, BrighteonRadio.com. Spread the word and share the love, would you please? And we declare, God save the republic of the United States of America.